It's November 14th, 2016. I'm Ryan. I'm Sandy. And I'm Yannick. And this is Pixels Weekly. Hi, guys. We're not Hi, missing Ryan. anybody. No, we we're not missing week. anybody. We're not missing anybody. Davis is off on assignment this week. And by on assignment, I mean, I think he's just taking vacation or something. <laughs> um, so welcome to Pixels Weekly. And uh, boy, what a week we've had. <laughs> um, don't want to make this a, a political podcast. Don't want to have a lot of things uh, to say about the election. That's not what you're here for. Um, but likewise, my, my own, own personal thing I want to open with was this is, it's great that we have video games as escapist fantasies. It's great that we have things like our podcasts, uh, and our community where we can share things together, um, and be supportive of one another, whether or not, um, we believe in the same political party or not. Um, but for, for people who, uh, I guess got their way on Tuesday. Um, your voice was certainly heard, so congratulations there. And uh, for those of us that didn't, um, which is the camp that I fall into, um, I will just say that I'm going to try to assume uh, that uh, the president-elect is going to do a good job for the country and... I am not going to be railing against it in this show. Um, but I'm going to ask you not to forget. If you're upset and you're mad, get out there and vote next time. Um, don't wash it all away with podcasts and video games because it's important to stay updated and informed when it comes to our political parties. So, hi. Hi, hi Sandy. And, and I couldn't vote, so I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I couldn't vote. You probably know at what side I'm at if I can't vote. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hopefully Yannick does not have to do this show for France. I wanted to figure out my paperwork with Canada, but their their sites weren't down, so Yeah, no kidding. It is. Unbelievable. Um it yeah, is cold no. in Canada. So I'm staying right here. Okay. <laughs> Crazy Canadians in there. Poutine. Nobody wants that. That's I don't know. True. I hear poutine's nobody? delicious. You think nobody? You can give me your. You can give me yours if you want. Poutine is cheese and gravy on French fries, right? Yeah, that yes. honestly sounds really gross to me. It is. It is. It is gross if you don't. It's weird for me to say that because I'm not a fan of salt. But it's weird if there is not enough salt. So the most sophisticated ones are not the best ones. Did you say you're not so a fan here, of salt? Here, here is. <laughs> I'm not a fan of salt. I, I put a little bit, but I'm not. I don't want to overdo salt. Oh, I don't okay. Like to but like salt. you like you like chips. I, I, yeah, I like salted stuff. Okay. But just okay. like I don't like the the condiment. I don't extra use it, and yeah. I don't overuse it. And sure. um, well, here is us uh, giving tips to go and move in Canada, huh? Mm-hmm. Really on point. No, it's but like the poutine. You want to go to a shitty place. Like if you had to choose between. The McDonald's of poutine and the Shake Shack of poutine, you go yeah. to McDonald's. It's probably oh, going to be better. Yeah, that's what I noticed. Is it because you're just going to get like a more satisfying, gross, just like drown yeah. those fries? And yeah, stuff. it's just a little bit like more disgusting, which makes it better. It's almost like you don't want real cheese. You want that like nacho cheese stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. I hear, 
And it's really oh my God, now you make me want to have. <laughs> yeah, one right I was now. right. Like nobody wants. I don't know. People can yeah. tell really at what time we record because we either talk about food when we're really hungry. <laughs> like this is five p.m. right now. It's just prime time right now for our belly to be like, hey. Time. It's, it's true. Yeah. And then speaking of uh, prime time, it's prime time season. We're talking about today on the show gun games. <laughs> That's what my mom used to call them when I was a little kid. She'd say, Are you guys going to play those gun games? Uh, we'd be like, <laughs> We're yes, going to talk the about the gun games. Before we do that, do you got, do either of you guys want to say anything or should we just do the show? Wait, say anything about in this? Uh, this uh, to about this week. The listeners or the, the audience, the ele- anything. Uh, I mean, the the big thing for me is just the the reason why this country is so great is because we're allowed to voice our opinions. Um, voice your opinions, make them heard. Just be good to each other and just be good to everybody. Uh, you get what you give. So, you know, think about what would um, what's his name? Rob Ross, the, the right, the painter. Oh, Bob Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Who is Rob Ross? Rob um, Ross is like Rick Roll. He's I know, right? It's just think about what would Bob Ross do? You know? He would take happy little accidents and turn <laughs> them into happy little trees. Do you have you guys watched he had um towards the end of Bob Ross's run, he does a lot of like talking while he's painting about animals that he is mm-hmm. like nursing in his house. And at yep. one point he has a baby squirrel that he literally gets a, a like a, a a tip of a like latex glove gets it on a coke bottle turns it into a baby bottle for this squirrel that he's feeding and the whole thing wraps up and sleeps in his hand just yeah, like, he's so. <laughs> it'll stick with me. He said this. It actually because my girlfriend had never seen Bob Ross before. And what? Yeah, no, I know it. <laughs> and uh, he said he said about this girl, she was just so charmed, just absolutely. She was squealing with delight. She was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, he said, "Yeah, that little guy. He likes to sleep in my hand." And I think I'll put a bunch of little trees in here. What the heck? All the way across, man. Be a good place for my little squirrel to play. He loves to run around in trees. In fact, let me let me show you my little squirrel one more time. I'm so crazy about that little rascal. I'm just gonna be putting in a few trees here. This is what I call my my peekaboo squirrel. But isn't that the cutest little thing? Watch what's in there. What is it? Peekaboo. <laughs> he likes to sleep in my hand. In fact, once you feed him, that little rascal will sleep just about anywhere you put him. But look at the size of his foots. It's no wonder they're so agile in trees and stuff. With that a foot that big, you can run up and down any old thing. There. Okay. But I like to just watch him sleep like that sometimes. He's so pretty. There we go. In a couple weeks, we're going to get him out on his feet and let him go. and He's going to start a family of his own and... My gosh, I hope he sticks around in the backyard and comes to visit every once in a while. But if he doesn't, we know he's happy. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the nicest. Oh, the nicest guy, isn't he? Really is. Okay. Um, welcome to Pixels Weekly. We're a weekly video game podcast, despite what you <laughs> just heard. And on this week's show, we're talking about <laughs> shooters. All the ones that have come out. 
in the past geez, the past month. Um, some of the re-releases that have come out that are also first-person games or first-person shooters, and first-person shooters that have been changed or updated, uh, like your Destinies and Overwatch this year, because we are in full shooter overload, aren't we? Oh, we're in full, yeah. Yes. Full rush. We have shot some stuff. <laughs> some horses, some titans, some Some robots, tanks. some horses, some dudes with swords, some some people that live in an underwater city. We yeah. shot yes. that way. Um, but we start off every episode with what is in the news and in our minds. It's the hodgepodge. What do we have this week for hodgepodge, guys? Mm, so... so- Go ahead, Sandy. We always start with Sandy right now because she always has really exciting stuff to tell us. <laughs> Sometimes. Although I'm not really too happy. I just got... I pre-ordered Dishonored 2. And the mm. reason I pre-ordered it was because Dishonored, the definitive definitive edition, was a part of that <clears throat> collector's edition bundle. So it was like this huge box. And got, I got, got home... And I got got because I got it for the PC, and the PC port has problems. Got got. I got got, and I'm so upset because it's like every single game we saw with Batman, the PC port had issues. Um, Mortal Kombat, the PC port had issues. Like all the games, all the PC ports have issues. Um, Hopefully, when I finish playing through Dishonored, the uh, patch for Dishonored Two would have come out. But right now the Steam the Steam rating for uh, Dishonored Two is like like fifty four percent. Not because the game is bad; it's because it's buggy. I I think we should like Steam needs to figure out a way to separate game reviews from PC technical support issue reviews, (laughs) you know, and gaming culture reviews. Right? Like Skyrim has a terrible rating on Steam. Because at one point Bethesda tried to charge for mods, right? And then now everyone was like, Bad worst game, it's the worst game. It's so stupid. Like, dude, if your PC has a problem or your exact hardware configuration has a problem, yes, maybe it's the developer's fault, but you can't expect them to account for every single PC build out there. I mean you can't. Right. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how to handle it, but there's it doesn't seem fair. I don't know. I'm just a little like cranky that this. I expected this one to come out with like without any issues. Yeah. And the first one was great. Played well. It plays well now. Um, but you're right. All the recommendations are this poor is a train wreck. The performance is bad. And you know, TLDR poorly optimized release for an otherwise seemingly fantastic game. Mm-hmm. So hopefully the patch fixes it. Uh, but otherwise, I got a, a really thing. cool mask. <laughs> Can you put it on on Skype right now? <clears throat> yeah, no, it's downstairs. Oh, it's downstairs. Well, I put it downstairs. It I sent you guys a picture. Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> this one. Okay, I see. Yeah. Okay. And it came with a ring picture. that doesn't fit my my, mm. my giant man hands. Oh, you know what? I did see that picture. Is it? Here, here's my big question, though. Is so many times these special editions, they come with... Um, like the Halo special edition, for example, came with a Master Chief helmet too small to wear. Is this a too small to wear item? I don't think so. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go downstairs <laughs> and I'll see if it actually fits my face or not. Okay. Wait, <laughs> so, right now? Right now. 
Guys, okay. the show. this is almost like semi-live, but, this but not good. because it's pre-recorded. Yes. So, I'm going to BRB. She's you guys gonna can hear me. Okay, we're definitely not going to okay, talk about you. <laughs> hey, what's what's Sandy's problem lately? I don't fucking know. Every time. It's like Davis last week, right? They all have problems. They all have these serious problems. I know. It's I weird. mean, you and I, we're professionals. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, gooping around, um, <laughs> but Dishonored too. I don't know if you, I mean she talked about the PC version. I've heard many, many good. Um, I was just playing with a friend this afternoon who loved finished seven or eight times Dishonored one. I rebought it. I rebought like the remastered edition for Xbox One, and honestly, I tried I two times to get into that game, and I, something about it, I just it doesn't. I yeah. do, I can't. I can't. Oh, she's coming back. Okay. Oh, she's coming back. She's coming back. She headphones. She's putting on headphones. She is. Scream. Here she is. Put it on. Hey. I don't think it fits. Oh, but it looks big enough to wear. I think so. Uh, glasses. Doesn't fit her stupid face. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. My face is too fat. Got a big old stupid face, Sandy. <laughs> it does. It does old... Even if you could wear it, it doesn't look comfortable to wear. No, I mean, but it's pretty good. I mean, didn't they in the game? Don't they like drill it onto your face? Pretty much, yeah. They like drill, like screw it onto your face. I think this is great content we've just created. We're creating good content, everybody. I was um, saying, uh, Sandy, that um, the PS4 version is apparently very good. I mean, it, it's a great yeah. game, and probably the, the execution of the releases has to be more stable by definition, right? I don't think they can patch as much on consoles that they can on PC. Um, yeah, or they have to rely on going through certification where on PC they can just sort of release it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the PS4 has had, like... Really good, really stable releases all year. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's the preferred console, you guys. No, just kidding. Console. PC's king. Oh, she almost admitted console. that consoles are better than PC. <laughs> also, like, yeah, but I, so I, I've never played Dishonored 1. Like, what is, so for people that, like me, that don't know, what is this game about again? Yeah. Just, like, if you can sum I it actually, up in, like, one yeah. minute. Uh, Dishonored is a, you're a um, a bodyguard, and okay. the person that you're supposed to protect was murdered. Okay. And her daughter, which would be the heir to the throne, was kidnapped, and mm-hmm. you're being blamed for that murder. Mm-hmm. And it's your job to save her daughter, restore the throne, and kill the bad guys. You're that private dancer. Dancing for money. <laughs> do what you want me to do. Wasn't that in the body garden? I was thinking about like Whitney Houston. Oh, the what Whitney is Houston it? song? Yeah. I, just I don't remember how it goes. <laughs> but you were doing Tina Turner. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get my reference right. <laughs> Things are difficult to do. I um I have I have mixed between the hodgepodge, my uh Suppose long plan hodgepodge of this week is gonna be postponed to next week. So tune in next week because I have I really have some like great story mm. to tell, and it's something that I found uh, from the guys of Waypoint or 
Yes. I guess our podcast friends. Yes, right? yes, 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 yes. Waypoint uh, so for they, uh, Vice's they do, Gaming News. Uh, rebranded they do as some, Waypoint. Uh, yeah. They do some podcasting, obviously, and they do some, um, they, they post some articles sometimes. They get their voice heard. Um, and, uh, well, this week I had that really, uh, the, the, the good surprise from uh, Bungie and Destiny. It has been a while we haven't talked about this. Mm. Uh, but Destiny released uh, quite an un- unexpected, like we didn't see it coming. It's not like they announced new content. Uh, although I wish, um, but the um, the good thing about their their every week they post a blog post just giving updates about the game. Uh, they reward some community creations, uh, music mainly video creations, and they give a few updates on uh, on what's happening uh, for Guardians uh, in the tower. Hey Guardians! And um, I had the really good surprise that they pretty much unveiled a a full plan and uh, it's going to be released next week on integrating uh, in a deeper way and a meaningful way Twitch into uh, their website. So how it's going to happen and into the game pretty much because uh, mm. two two things. So first of all, they're going to have a dedicated page on their website where uh, you're going to be able to find... Uh, streamers of the game Destiny live. So they're going to have like a, a grid, like some kind of a gallery um, where you can uh, like discover new streamers, find the, you know, the streamers that you're used to, that you know, okay. um, and uh, also find uh, nicely people that you never you never really watched and uh, they will allow you to discover like streamers that have low you know attendance and everything and try to discover more of that but all things all streamers playing destiny and only destiny um also one thing that twitch doesn't have and twitch only has it for counter-strike you'll be able to filter by game mode so if you say today you want to see someone beat the raid uh, you tune into their website bungie.net and i i'm gonna you know i don't know what the final url will be but you will be able to just go oh. and um, tune in and let's say, oh, I want to see someone playing PvP. And you're going to have a PvP section over here uh, where it's going to filter people playing PvP. I don't know how that's going to set, be set up. I was Maybe just going to ask, do be you know some how they're doing that? Because visual that, that, recognition. Like, Twitch API doesn't give you back that information, does it? Either it's going to be visual recognition because, you know, they might know what PvP looks like. So they're going to do some image recognition. Or they've got or curators it's gonna have, or something. Or it's going to have to be, yeah, or it's going to have to be written in a title somewhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's that, but it's pretty cool. Um, it's, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, I'm, I'm curious to hear, but it's one, it's at least in my experience, uh, the first Twitch integration that I, that I witness if for a game that I play, uh, which is really cool. The second part of it that is even cooler is that, and it's very smart for them to keep the Destiny directory at the top of the Twitch, you know, directories, um, most popular directories. Um, They're going to ask everyone, they're going to give an emblem in-game to people that uh, have streamed for more than 77 hours uh, Destiny. So it's going to start probably next week, I guess, on Reset. And as soon as you stream your 77 hours, you know, seven is the is the magic number for Bungie. Um, you're going to get an emblem in-game, which is kind of cool. It's, it's cosmetic. Nobody's really forced to do so. But it's really smart because one streamer 
equal one viewer. So the more streamers you're gonna have, the the the, the higher you're gonna be in the directory of games on Twitch, which eventually oh. is kind of like free advertising, right? So it's kind of smart. It's a, it's a smart. <laughs> it's a smart and a little bit of cheating, um, but it doesn't cost any anything for people to stream. Anybody is welcome to stream. It's just gonna get a a new wave of positivity and be like, you you know, look, you can do it too, you know, and and it will actually reward you in game. It's pretty. That's cool. That's great, man. And you stream um, Destiny, so this is gonna be this is gonna have real impact for you. Yeah, whenever I do, it's like I put it on, and some some of my friends, mostly my friends that play Destiny with me, come and tune up and check what I'm doing. And if they can't be part of a raid, at least they're part of my uh, uh, part of my stream, which is which is nice. We can talk and everything. It's pretty chill, and um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. It's some small changes, but it's, it was really unexpected. I was like, "Huh?" It's kind of like you know, it made me kind of like be, "Huh?" That's pretty cool. Like that's smart, and I haven't yeah. really seen any good execution of a Twitch API integration, uh, and this is one of them. So nice. Kudos yeah, to yeah. them. Hopefully, uh, all the work that Brooke Van Dusen is, is doing out there with Twi- Twitch uh, developer success. This is some of that paying off, and it's nice. This to is see. some of that paying off, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we've had, yeah, we've had a good point. We've even, I, I almost, I didn't forget about Rob Van Dusen, but it was, uh, <laughs> that's probably one of his, uh, one of the things that they probably collaborated with. Um, so exciting stuff. Uh, and besides that, people are still having fun on this game. Uh, they've had some really fun uh, game modes. Um, I mean, oh. private matches. People are really finding some really good game modes and trials. Is uh, is ongoing as well every weekend, and um, we've had some spooky trials in the last two weeks, uh, which are pretty much uh, <sighs> a mode with no radar, no revive. This week they've had us play three v three on one of the largest maps, uh, so really favorizing uh, snipes. Where in the last week with no radar, it has been a lot of shotguns and everything. So anyway, um, excited to see. Uh, that Twitch integration come into play and see if it has a positive impact on like selling the game. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, for for my hodgepodge for the week, um, I have two two things. Number one, um, I tried this VR game called Thumper, and uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of Thumper, but it's essentially like a rhythm based game it's you press directions and essentially the x button so it's not amazingly exciting from a gameplay perspective but the visuals are insane it it looks like uh some sort of sci-fi horror it it, you know the the last kind of part of 2001 a space odyssey when he's just like going through the portal and freaking out it's that only in video game form uh whereas you're you play this like metal beetle uh in this track and you kind of um wiggle left to right and you have to press certain buttons when certain things are happening on the track but you actually fight bosses and stuff uh like mm-hmm. that as well um and timing things and nailing it and sending like an energy shockwave to hit the boss um it's a super good game and if you guys don't know couple of days ago, California legalized marijuana. Oh, did they? <laughs> no. They did. They, they did. They went ahead and did that. And uh, I know. They're crazy. Um, and so, in that same token, now, 
your buddy's thinking about trying some of the leafy green and playing some thumper and just going to another dimension. <laughs> um, I couldn't even finish watching A Space Odyssey. I don't know how you're going to play this game. Why? Because it was so uncomfortable to watch? Or so, are you scared? It was just so uncomfortable. It just, yeah. like, I didn't... And I was watching it with Arya, and we just couldn't. And, like, we turned it off. And we watched horror <laughs> movies all the time. And we were just like, no. No. I'm too freaked out. Um, okay, so the second second thing on my list is um, I was sent a link... Um, from a friend uh, of the show, Stephen Parker. You guys know Stephen. Oh, yeah. Uh, to this yodeling performance or something. Uh, and he was just, he, he sends me weird stuff all the time. But there was this lady yodeling. And then I went through, this is probably last week, I went on a real binge of yodeling <laughs> songs. <laughs> I went down the rabbit hole until eventually I came out the other end with this Eurovision, this is a Eurovision star named Laura Omloop. Do you know Laura? Yeah, you don't have, do you? Laura Omloop? No. Laura Omloop. I guess she's Dutch. And um, she sings the song Zo Verlieft. And and I just figured... Zo Verlieft? Zo Verlieft. And I figured I would just play some of her, you guys. Essentially the intro... Um, and and into the chorus and we'll put the real audio on the show but i'll play it for you over my phone i can't get this song out of my head <laughs> european accents are scary yeah, I, I think i know this one now This is German. Uh huh. This is some German right there. So <laughs> Oh, that's right. It's a monster and oh, it's a monster and stuff. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> it's so unexpected. I've actually started to upset uh, Jessica for how much I've been oh, playing. Oh yeah, this. well I I can I can totally <laughs> imagine that. 100%. I. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I play it in the car sometimes because we will commute home together, and I'll just be like, you know what we need right now? And so I went online to find out what the lyrics were in English. And let me read you some of these lyrics. It's always uh, disappointing because it's never as good. Yeah, like, it doesn't rhyme. It's never as good, not, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, I'll I'll t- I'll sing it a little. No, bit. we don't have better lyrics than you guys. We don't. <laughs> don't true. worry about it. I met a guy. He's at my school. Mega <laughs> handsome. He looks like an idol. <laughs> and yet he's awesome. A real professional in football. <laughs> 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 okay, it's actually Each worse, girl's yeah. heart is at stake. 
but I'm in love, so in love. Anyway, the chorus is, uh, I take a really deep look into his eyes and I see a thousand rainbows and I feel so yuddly, yuddly, yuddly. <laughs> I need this song surgically removed from my brain. It's inside me. It's like I getting rickrolled. Listeners, if you know any experimental surgeons that will <laughs> remove this, um, I need uh, I need that help. I need it. Anyway, that's uh, that's this. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, you guys want to take a break and go on to the topic? Our Part feature? of me hates you yeah. now. Because now that's stuck in my head. Oh, yeah. I'll send it to you. I'll send <laughs> no, you the YouTube. In fact, I will also put the YouTube link uh, in, the, in the, the website. So soon you will be. On my desk, like I'm losing control. Well, sometimes we all need a song, a happy song. Yeah. All right. Agreed. Let's talk about gun games, video game shooters, and not yes. if you, for listeners that don't know, we had an episode where we went back and we talked about all the different types of things about sh- first-person shooters. Kind of an intro to first-person shooters. So go back and check out that episode. Uh, we'll put a link to it in the show notes so uh, because we know our episodes are not labeled something that's easy to remember. Um, maybe we <laughs> would change that, but it would be less fun. Um, so by my account, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, we had in the past month, um, we had Bioshock, the collection, come mm-hmm. be re-released. We had Skyrim re-released. These are... You could argue whether or not they're shooters, but they are still first-person games. But for pure shooters, we had Battlefield 1, um, a war game about World War One. That's very sort of grounded and realistic, although I'll talk about that a little bit later because I don't necessarily feel that way. Uh, Titanfall 2, the sequel to the originally Xbox-exclusive Titanfall 1 that... Uh, was done by Respawn Entertainment, formerly Call of Duty developer, and Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, which we did a review roundup on our blog at pixelsweekly.com. Um, that got kind of lukewarm reception. So, um, what shooters are we playing this season? Because it seems like we're all at least playing one. It's a tough decision if you can't really throw the money at the screen, right? Yeah, exactly. Because we, we could all be like, give up and throw two hundred dollars out there and be like, all right, mm-hmm. play them all. 
And 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 by the way, Mr. Yannick, you suggested it. And next week we're going to do a Black Friday episode telling you about all the deals to get. So maybe you don't actually have to spend that much money to get all of these games for your console. Yep. But we'll we'll talk about that next maybe week. Not. I mean, for um, example, a little preview mm. yesterday, and I think still today, uh, I people like detailed uh, future deals of uh, Best Buy and. Uh, or like current deals, actually. Never mind. Um, $35 for Battlefield 1 and Titanfall 2 already. I'm a sucker. I paid so more than we're here to talk about if this is worth it. Those games. <laughs> yeah, we're here to talk about if it's worth it or not. Um, yeah. Um, totally, totally. So, what games are we playing? I played, uh, over, over this past week, I've played uh, Titanfall 2, um, a little bit of the multiplayer, a little bit of the story, Battlefield 1, a tiny bit of the multiplayer, a tiny bit of the story, and I actually have been playing through Bioshock with Jessica, who's never played it, so she's been playing it. I've been kind of, well, let's face it, doing all the hacking mini games because they stress her out. So. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite part. Oh, yeah, no, she hacking hands it right games. over to me. I love those. That's, that's my jam. Cool. Puzzles. Uh, I want to play Titanfall 2. That's the, the big game that I don't have. And I'm not really interested in Battlefield 1. That's Mostly because of the horses. Like, I get it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I think it'd be cool to ride horses, but like if I have to see a horse die, I'd be like emotionally upset. I'd be a mess. I'd be oh, like, oh, the, the animals. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> It said horse wounded when I shot it. I felt really great about it. <laughs> yeah, no, like I can't. Like, even if there, we know what happened with the cat in stasis. I was like devastated. Or Jupiter. I, I'm sorry, you're right. I forgot that when you shoot someone on a horse, it says horse wounded. And then yeah. like plus 35 or something. Plus 35. You get points for shooting it in a leg. Oh, so no. It's great. I am <laughs> definitely not playing Battlefield 1, I guess. Oh, <laughs> man. It'll be like a mess. Guys, don't shoot the horses. <laughs> so, Yannick, it sounds like you played Battlefield 1, yeah? I did. That's the only game of the three, uh, I mean, with some more Destiny, but, like, mm-hmm. the only shooter that I played this week. Um, so, we want to start with Battlefield 1? Yeah, let's start like, talking about Battlefield 1 um, and Sandy's love of horses. Uh, <laughs> so uh, here's the thing i mean you obviously you you're forced to play through the intro of this game right yannick so you at least played that as in terms of story yeah. my question to you was i felt like the intro of this game says something essentially at the beginning of like this is frontline combat you are not expected to survive and yeah then it is it's kind like of dark a, souls you're above oh, uh, do you guys hear that you're gonna you're gonna die right at the beginning what do you, you guys hear the sirens? No. Oh, okay. Good. Sorry. This <laughs> <laughs> is like an old man. I thought you saw this. This is the worst podcast like, I've oh ever god. recorded. Ryan is like an old man. My He's equipment like, is breaking down. Oh my god. Okay. Ryan um, is like an old man. He's like, did you hear the sirens? I must be on fire out there. <laughs> that's that's how horror movies begin. It's like, did you hear that? Did you hear that? No. 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 And it's no, like, no. oh no. It's like unfriended. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're unfriended. so distracted this week. You're losing points between the horses, between not liking Battlefield over horses and unfriended Sandy. You're off the show. 
Um, you didn't. I love that movie. I mean, the internet's gonna kill all of us, so oh might as well. <laughs> and in many ways, did already on Tuesday. Anyway, uh, um, wah, wah. Wah, wah. um, so yeah, it, I I thought the intro to this game was like mind blowingly good. It was like the best intro oh, yeah. I've ever seen to a multiplayer oh, shooter yeah. ever. I agree. I um, and that's probably one of my first remarks about this game is that the game tells you it's. It's a video game. It's like, hello, you're playing Battlefield. In Battlefield, you're gonna see, you know, you're gonna you're gonna witness the story of people that fight for their lives, the war of wars, you know. Like yeah. it was like the narrative perspective is completely unique from like other shooters that I've played. Usually it's like, yo, you Scott Perry, here is fifty dudes, you gotta kill them all, because your squad just yes. went down. And, right, and you gotta save the world. So grab that cannon, grab that sniper, and and just wreck them all. And that's what it's you get. Weirdly, it's yeah, it's it, it's like they wanted to make a power fantasy shooter, but at the same time acknowledge that it was that almost not acknowledge, but they they almost seem ashamed of it. You know, like uh, we understand that this needs to be treated with reverence and respect. And, you know, World War One for a lot of people, they didn't think that this game could be made because World War One was not like the fun war, if there is such a thing. <laughs> like World War Two is like nobody likes Nazis. Everybody was basically on the same page. But World War One was super messy. Um, everybody lost a ton of people. Um, and... Uh, maybe with a possible exception of America, well, although America lost you know fifteen thousand or so people. There was there's a lot of people, but um, you know much less so than say like Russia yeah. lost yeah. in that that struggle. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of this sad war, and they treat it actually like they're being serious about it, and I feel like it's really effective. It is really effective, and uh, the narrative is really good. So I went through two missions, and I've done mainly today a lot of multiplayer with people. I just wanted to explore a few modes and everything. Yeah. And, um, and I did... Um, and so what what's happening is that, without spoiling anything, because it's probably too early, uh, but if you want to go get that game, the campaign is really good. I, I'm, I'm dying to finish it. Um, you just uh, play different characters at different times, uh, and so a character you will play a character throughout like four or five missions, and like just it tells him story, like the guy's story. Uh, I play that British dude, I forgot his name, but you pretty much become a tank driver, oh, where you yeah, were just yeah, a yeah. chauffeur in real life, um, and you become tank driver, and uh, and you go through like enemy enemy's base, and you carry that tank. That that tank is kind of like your baby. Like they they name it after a woman or whatever. Yeah. And like big uh, bass. Big bass. <laughs> big and, bass. Uh, <laughs> and so you, you progress through that. And the good part of it is that a good friend of mine who already played the missions said this is pretty much a f quote unquote flat mission. Like not much is happening. Um, mm -hmm. Carrying the tank is fun for a while, but it gets pretty repetitive. Once again, quote unquote, I didn't find that repetitive. Uh, I did find that a little bit um, too much about the same, uh, too much about the tank. It could have been a little bit of like yeah. the tank just went down and then you end up being alone. But there is some stealth. Um, I thought that and the in, stealth in that actually mission. kind of worked pretty well, too. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like by the end of the last wave, the most difficult wave, that's the one that I got. Uh, just f staying full on, on stealth, which was oh, really? kind of funny. 
Yeah. It, it, for me, I, it went I, the opposite way. I started off stealthy, and then the harder it got, the more it broke down, and I was just like, uh, just throwing grenades <laughs> in my, my uh, Which is how, you know, which is how it should be. I just, I just did it the other way. And, yeah. um, and then, so, yeah, that's pretty much the only mission, uh, but I'm looking forward to do the one in, like, the Middle East, uh, because I played some of the multiplayer maps, and it looks gorgeous. Uh, so I can't wait. Um, and the campaign is not that long, but it's, um, it has some material. It has some, just like the narrative at the first intro, it has some potential. And, uh, this is probably a first for Battlefield, you know, the Battlefield series. Yeah. Um, it is definitely something that never really, uh, was a part of their development process and they, and they upped their game this time. So kudos to them for that. Um, now the multiplayer, have you played some multiplayer? I did. Let's talk about this multiplayer because I jumped in and I actually jumped in over Origin with my brother Tyler and he was like, let's play. He, uh, I forget even what the main mode is called, but you're, you're essentially, sorry? Operations? Operations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, either I am so used to overwatch at this point <laughs> or i am so out of the loop with battlefields because i haven't played a battlefield multiplayer seriously in about 10 years mm-hmm. that i found the multiplayer completely unintelligible there's 64 players which is a just a, a staggering amount of people um i mean you know, in Overwatch or Destiny, you know, you talked about last week, Yannick. Oh, it's going to be yeah. nice to see Overwatch do like a 3v3 um, or even a 2v2, 1v1 because you feel like you have more impact there. Well, it's like I played horribly and I was still like fifth on the list of 32 teammates. <laughs> and I was just like, how can you balance this? There's no... Like, there were people, I was getting killed from all sorts of directions. I was super frustrated. I, the the game matches lasted way too long uh, for me. Um, and I guess the only highlight for me of the multiplayer, um, if and this is, this is all coming from, I should preference for the audience, I'm not a huge multiplayer shooter guy at all, even though mm. I played Titanfall <laughs> and Battlefield this week. Um, but it's and true. I do Overwatch like, is pretty much the only game that you really got excited about. Yeah, and, and I think got that like really hard, right? And you'll hear a little bit as to why I like Overwatch. I think when we talk about Titanfall, because I think there's some things in common with those games. But um, what I think is, it, I, I would the only thing I like about the multiplayer so far, and I need to spend more time with it because I want to give it an honest to goodness chance. Is yep. at the end of operations. There's actually this like narrator that comes in and tells you if the Germans had actually this was a hypothetical scenario. If the Germans had actually taken this railroad, then it would have changed the tide of the war and it would have meant that there'd be more, you know, this, that and the other thing. And so like mm-hmm. um I thought it was interesting to like deal with actually discuss the repercussions of the things that just happened in a way that Mm. again no other shooter has ever tried to wrap it in anything other than like did you win or lose the match Um, so kudos for that but man i 
I went honest to goodness, my first match I went four and seventeen. <laughs> and I was just like, I can't kill anyone. Like I none of the guns I liked. I liked none of the starting guns. Apparently there yeah. are ones that you level up and unlock. But I didn't like any of the starting guns. I couldn't figure out the differences between the classes in a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Um There's a learning curve. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your first sorry, game. Sorry, go ahead. Like if you haven't if you haven't played Battlefield for a long time, my only Battlefield experience was a laggy um ten frame per second experience on Battlefield three when I had my PC playing mainly WoW and I wanted to change it up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Nope, okay. Oh Battlefield two. I think it was Battlefield two. Yeah. Battlefield two. Um, I, I loved Battlefield two. That was my last time too. Uh, but so I was like a little bit anxious, like ah, Battlefield. Let's let's go back at it again. Um, and he was. Um, it, it, it is a surprise. I mean, the, the, it's the um, the what's it called? The um, kind of the experience of um, like the shit show that it is, and it's probably the only game that I enjoyed diving in uh, FPS that I enjoyed diving in uh, alone. Um, just because even mm. if you're with someone, uh, if I'm with someone, I loved going on like with a friend and just trying to be his medic and he was a scout, you know, he was the sniper and I was the medic kind of like backing him up or like being two snipers on the, one of those de- desert map and you're from the cliff sniping down the river. Um, yeah. the maps are really the, the bring the game to another level in my opinion, like the terrain are different. Uh, and yeah. therefore the engagements are different therefore and the, the maps vehicles, are huge and the They're maps are huge. huge and some but some of them just have horses some of them don't some of them have tanks some of them have even ships coming up like dreadnought coming up mm-hmm. into play um and 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 you know you can switch it up if you're bored just by walking around and getting shot by this tank you can get a tank yourself it's classic battlefield right you yes, can play there's anything a ton everything of variety for vehicle combat yeah, and then uh, but it's true. It needs a little bit of a learning curve. There are some classes you can select and change at any time. It's not like they will. You can change your weapon drastically, but you can uh, change that up. Apparently, you can change the tank too. The change abilities. If you take a little bit more time when you select the tank, you can like select the the armory that it will use and everything. I'm sure there's some stuff oh, you wow. can unlock. Uh, but once again, I was surprised by the narrative of those game modes. Usually, you go into PvP is like, hey, so there are some dudes here, and you're the other dudes. And so just kill them or capture the flag. <laughs> exactly. Now, this exactly. one is like, like you said, it's trying to tell a story and you feel part of that story. And uh, and I find people pretty like encouraged to interact with each other. Like you run out of ammo pretty quick if you're a sniper. So you need that support guy that will provide you with munition, like, you know, ammo. And uh, you will have that other assault guy or mm-hmm. um, that will have the grenades for the anti-tank. And you will have that medic guy really coming up clutch with that revive. Uh, the revive is really interesting because it tells you when you're die and when you're dead, it tells you you have a teammate close by, really close by, and when um, you're a medic, you can't miss a body on the ground ready to be rest um, and revive. Um, so the classes are yeah, it's there's it will lack variation because you play always those same weapons. Well, depending on the infantry that you're that you're playing with. Uh, but I've been killed by some people that unlocked uh, weapons that are really, uh, just look better. really cool and better. And uh, so there is that progression here. There's some weapon packs. Uh, they have some bounties that you can do every day. Those bounties are pretty hard to get, honestly. Like, I've tried to get some of them. I'm like, oh, my God. So now you tell me you have to 
finish like pretty much playing a tank for the whole game. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. To finish some quote unquote medals. Um but I liked I, I have a I had a some satisfying moments, you know, when you snipe that guy on that tower from three hundred meters away. Um, yeah. What I like too is that when you snipe, you not just like every like futuristic um, games, you have to take encounter the bullet travel traveling time. So you have to shoot in advance. If someone is 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 crossing a river, you have to shoot a little bit in advance to get him. And uh, there's nothing more satisfying than this. So I've, I haven't got that worse, but I can feel that your experience might be frustrating if you did four seventeen. And did you play on PC? I did. I played on PC, and that was probably another mistake. Which is probably <laughs> competitive PC multiplayer is a bit more shooters on PC. Yeah, yeah, like I couldn't even. I literally spent most of the match just spawning, getting killed, spawning, getting killed. Yeah. I honestly yeah. think the four people that died was like because I was in a tank that someone else shot or something. Yeah. You know, like it was happenstance. Um, yeah, and the first match is also rough because you don't really know where to position yourself. Um, right, I it's hard to tell. Like, match. where are they the coming match from? Are more, the quick yeah. match are more forgiving. Uh, you can respawn, you can reattack, and it gives you some chances to turn it around. Um, I've found Operation pretty unbalanced. If you defend, you're almost winning all the time because you have pretty much three rounds to conquer three flags or three positions, and the last position is just like a fortress where everybody spawns at. It's like a shit show. Yeah. Um, they have some some different modes there. I haven't had the chance to do them all, um, uh, but the weapons feel great. And what I like about this game is that yeah, you're really on your toes all the time. It's all drowning, the time. Uh, and you like the radar shows you like the dead bodies, your dead uh, like friends and stuff. But you don't really know where people spawn. So you like when I play with people, it's like oh, they all over here. And when you see that wave of ten people coming down the the street or whatever, uh, or when you it feels good also to just completely flank people camping in a house um but yeah people won't like it if you're out there and you don't like those camping games you might be frustrated uh sometimes camping is rewarded uh but if you kind of like get to learn about the game you can flank those campers with like being an assault but you can't blame someone with a scout and only a scout only a sniper scout to to go in in the middle of the street with his small gun and and run around and shoot everything um, but like I said, the last thing that I really want to point out about this game, and it's probably one of the best experiences I've I remember having, is the the sound quality. Oh, the sound yeah. quality! It, it's is, really insane, is, isn't it? It's pretty insane. Even on multiplayer, um, if you don't know where the enemies are, and you're in a house, and you the enemy, if you're playing the British, you you hear German echoing in the house that you're in, and yeah. you're like, oh. They're somewhere. Uh, they're here. I got to turn around. I got to, like, set up my dynamites or some shit, like some trap. I got to get ready. Uh, I've trust my. I've trust the sound around me, and he always paid off. Uh, even, like, when you get shot at, you really want to listen. If you want to play that, play it with a headphones or some good, you know, sound system. Uh, you really, it's, it pays off to know, to listen. And uh, it gives you a lot of information about the game. Um and I think that that was funny enough uh, that played into some of my frustrations is like, I I agree with you. The sound design is so excellent and I could just hear my impending doom 
I'm like, I hear footsteps. I can't tell. I can't tell where he's coming yeah. from. Um, but uh, anyway, no, no. It was... Um, it, it's so hard for me to reconcile in my head that it, I can tell it's a good game. And I also was incredibly enraged <laughs> by it. Um, yeah, and, and, and on that on that point, I'm a little disappointed. I mean, I'm not that I expected a revolution, but this is Battlefield. Well-executed game, pretty, great maps. Um, the tanks are fun to drive and everything, but... Mm. Man, like you need to play that game quite a bit. There's a learning curve for you to really enjoy it. Um, you know, the, yeah. the my, my my gun skills were not bad. Every time I was one v oneing like someone, it was good. But you just don't know how to spawn mechanics work. Where you expect people, and and you will always get those random death if you're not if well, you you're not playing it like you're playing real war. Like yeah, don't run in the middle of the know, street. Like, you're gonna cross a tank, and you're just gonna slam you in the face. Yeah. Don't do that. And I don't just know stay at in the your end house. Of the day it's safer like, in the it, house. Right. It is. So, it's so much safer in the house. And I don't know if at the end of the day, because I have get, kind of put my eggs in the Overwatch basket, if I want to bother spending the time to get good enough at this game. But mm-hmm. uh, Sandy, you've been kind of out of <laughs> out of the loop uh, <laughs> on some of this. Why don't we talk about Titanfall a little bit and start with why why are you interested in it? And then maybe I can like reckon that with. Um, I think that the big reason it. why we're why Titanfall Two was the game that out of all these that we want to play because I'm also in that Overwatch basket with you, Overwatch forever, <laughs> especially with Sombra coming out. Um, but real talk, those networks, are they called networks? But those yeah. like little rooms that you can set up I can, and yeah, play I with can't different people. Yeah. Um, I think that feature is really cool. And the Giant Bomb guys were talking about it. You need to have some kind of squad to play with, at least one other person. And if you're not playing on the same console or PC as they are, the, the experience is kind of like lackluster. Mm-hmm. So, that's where Call of Duty, X, Xbox, uh, the Windows Store had to do refunds because the people that bought it for on PC thought they could play with their um, Xbox Live friends, but they couldn't, and there was no one to play that game with on uh, Windows anywhere. That's why, like, the, the networks sounds kind of cool. You set up a, a room, people come join it, you become friends, you establish a community. That seems cool for just when you're hanging out with your, your friends, your brothers or whatever. It's like, hey, I'm in here. Who wants to play? Jump in and people can jump in and play or you can make it private. I think that's the one feature that, that spoke to me the most and why I'm going to go out and buy that game. Like I probably played six matches in multiplayer with Titanfall 2 and... Um, my first one didn't go well. <laughs> Is anyone sensing a theme on the show? But uh, Titanfall, no. I I think it was because of Overwatch mostly. Um, oh, I can't. <laughs> stupid game. That stupid game. That um, that honestly, I, Titanfall, I got into it much quicker. I was able to find a loadout because the loadouts were more distinct then Battlefield, like one of the default loadouts was just like have a shotgun straight up. Like I was like, that's what I want. I want a character with a shotgun. Great. So I picked the shotgun. Once I had the loadout correct of like 
I started doing much better. And then once I got used to uh, the mobility, and I think this is why I'm saying these games have something in common, Overwatch and, and maybe Destiny even and Titanfall, of like on Battlefield, you're walking around on the ground or you're in a house. Like, yes, you can get into a vehicle and you can do some maneuvering there, but it's not like, you know, when I'm playing Overwatch, Winston can just leap out. Diva can just rocket out of there and take off. Reaper can teleport away. You know, many characters can jump or double jump. You know, Genji can wall climb. And there's just verticality is built into the style of play. And for me, playing Titanfall felt very natural with that of like I could grapple onto ledges and I could, you know, double jump and wall run and i just felt very capable on foot and of course the match size was i think 5v5 or 6v6 so i was super comfortable with you know who i was going against if i was being killed it may have been repeatedly by the same person and i could understand like through the kill cam what i was doing to die but in battlefield so many times the kill cam was just a, a tiny little glint of someone's scope and In then the far, me, far reach, right? yeah. it was probably yannick shooting me <laughs> <laughs> Don't you. that was you from 300 meters away it's just you it's just a little little white thing and all of a sudden bonjour <laughs> <laughs> just like we know we don't make her style only we yeah don't make no kidding style. um and so I guess I felt more comfortable with Titanfall out the gate and I got better hang of it. And also Titanfall, even if you're doing really badly and not having a great, great time with it, um, at some point you're going to get a giant robot. <laughs> you know. And if so if you're doing badly, you're going to eventually get this giant robot and probably get someone. And if you don't get someone, you're going to at least do some damage. Um, but it wasn't so until like you, your, your Titan is like available in any modes. Uh, cause you have to talk about the modes as well. There are some interesting modes, apparently pilot versus pilot, but your, 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 um, Titan is pretty much, uh, a, uh, what's it called? A, um, um, like a super, like an ultimate. Yeah. Once you get enough points or even just exist, it seems for long enough, uh, you get the ability to call down your Titan, which for people that don't know is a big old robot that you can get inside. And even your Titan has individual loadout. So you can choose the weapon and sort of abilities of the Titan. And um, it it is empowering in a different way. And a lot of people say that they're bored by the Titan combat or they don't like it. That's fine. Go play the non-Titan modes like for people that love giant robots like me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, what's what's there not to love about a giant robot that jumps down and you know yeah helps you destroy things right and for like overwatch players it's just like you get to be you know soldier 76 the whole time but then all of a sudden you're diva for just a little bit you know like <laughs> um and i i found that very fun i think it, it's interesting the single player is interesting for me i may i, I mostly played the I guess the default slash suggested mode in uh, Titanfall 2, which is different from Titanfall 1 in it that it is now a, when you kill guys or do things, you get money and then you have to defeat a small batch of like AI enemies to unlock a bank. And then once you have the bank, you can deposit your money in the bank and the first team that gets $5,000 wins. 
Um, and it sounds complicated, but and I, I didn't really pay attention to the earning money and losing money, which is why I lost my first couple matches. Um, but the second that I realized, like, you start playing a little bit cautiously because if you die, you lose half your money straight up. Um, so once I started paying attention to that stuff and managing to it, um, I started playing Titanfall better. And hopefully I can turn things around with Battlefield 2. But... Um, the Titanfall the campaign. Cached, uh, how do you call that mode again from Titanfall? That's probably one of the ones where people really were surprised the most with. Because every FPS has to bring that new thing. And uh, right. Titanfall has a lot of new, new thing to fix some old thing that they, uh, they pretty much introduced with Titanfall 1. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and I heard one of those, all those game modes are kind of like meaningful and unique in their own ways and, 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 and give you a different experience into, into the game. Yeah, so they have attrition, which is I think like the old mode, which is just everybody has a certain one team has a certain number of spawns. Uh each team has a certain number of like respawns that they can have and then those numbers slowly tick down as people get killed and the first la- the last team or the first team that runs out of guys loses, right? There's pilots versus pilots which I haven't played, which I imagine is attrition only without titans. <laughs> but I, that's my guess. Um, capture the flag, which is a pretty standard uh, uh, multiplayer mode. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, bounty hunt is the the default mode, which is what I talked about, where you're earning money and banking it, which is very interesting. I think there's just a lot of stuff to manage there. And um, amped hard point, which uh, I haven't played, but I think that's probably that was also in the original Titanfall, where you had like but that's battlefield mode right where there's points on a map where you have to capture them and have to hold them and you know we're losing point alpha we're losing po- or if, if it's battlefield we're losing point apples we're losing point <laughs> banana yeah. um so uh, a little bit on the titanfall 2 campaign it is the complete opposite of battlefield 1 campaign <laughs> yeah it's cheesy it's bombastic it's vertical uh there is an entire level it's just like the second or third level in the in the campaign and these campaigns by the way for people who are looking for single player games they they i think battlefield one apparently is like five hours start to finish Mm -hmm. um, and titanfall a similar so you're not getting a ton of single player content but uh one of the levels i was playing this morning in titanfall 2 it was a factory of houses, entire like villages being constructed around you on these massive slabs of metal and earth. And the slabs are being like put through an assembly line and like clunk, like pieces of grass are being stamped onto them and like <laughs> stairs and roofs are being assembled all around you while you're trying to battle guys. And it is crazy and surreal and eventually everything turns sideways and you're trying to it's like it's like playing through inception uh and and now i'm at a point where i i don't really care about spoiling these sort of things it's not that big of a spoiler um where there's time travel that has been introduced into titanfall um where you can kind of zip between a former and latter timeline for extra platforming and stuff and i guess the only the only complaint about and and when i say it's the opposite of battlefield one it's all handled with 
it's it doesn't seem to be aware how stupid it is <laughs> like <laughs> like the pilot it can be either like hey robot how's it going and the robot's like humor detected you know like <laughs> or, and, and you know whenever you run into a group of guys they're like oh my god it's a pilot and like you're just you start off as a guy who like always wants to be a pilot but then like just gets a dude's helmet that dies and then suddenly is a beast <laughs> it's just like he didn't imbue you with special powers you just like all of a sudden were a beast so you were a beast in waiting um i guess that's but, how the movies work you know that's uh what was the one oh with uh, tom cruise no 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 uh da, 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 da. pacific Rim. so i've only heard yeah <clears throat> i don't know that's why that's why i want to play titanfall because pacific Rim. It's like a lot like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Sorry, I've yeah. only heard I've only heard really really good reviews on Twitter, and I think people are even uh, asking. Um, I forgot. I have a I have a blank. I, who who makes that game again? What's the name? Uh, Infinity Ward makes Titanfall. Infinity. Yeah. yeah. They were like, uh, give us microtransactions. The game is bundled, has maps, has a storyline, and has uh, has campaign, mm-hmm. has a has a we'll good campaign. <laughs> And then it has a multiplayer and a lot of cosmetics into the game. Nothing is purchasable via like loot boxes, the traditional ones that we've all that we all mm-hmm. get used to. And it's funny we talked about microtransactions um, uh, that can have like that can go two ways: either really good for for the the business or really bad. Um, and this time, the community that I've seen on, at least on Twitter, and most of them play Destiny, so they're probably just the ones that are keen about those things but they're like let us let us pay you more let us support you you know buy loot boxes because what you're doing is amazing the game is really great um they love the fast pace of the game of that shooter uh i feel like people are always asking for more fast-paced shooter battlefield is certainly not one of them if you are a uh someone about fast-paced games right now want to get that quick um that quick uh that quick gaming and uh snappy and 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 jump through the maps and everything and walk and run on walls you can go for it with titanfall you'll find your you'll find your fun there um, I, th- I think you're getting to something too yannick which is we haven't talked about call of duty because none, none of us played call of duty this week yes correct no one no, wants to play no, no, call of duty no one wants to play that. No, it doesn't sell it doesn't sell and that's what I, my, my point is before you move on it was just to say that titanfall apparently doesn't sell that much because people were so were so disappointed with titanfall one it's his name is hurting it's is, is hurting itself well i, I think uh, that's was why also- they're not doing microtransactions because they need the ip to establish itself yeah at, at least respawn entertainment needs it to like establish itself as like yeah we have the infinity ward guys here but this is a separate game. This is its own thing. You need to love it for what it is. And until mm-hmm. it gets to that point, it doesn't make any sense for them to create microtransactions for a game that might not be supported in a few years. That's sure. True. And p- people have accused EA of sending this game, quote, out to die because it came out essentially the week between Battlefield 1 and call of duty right and traditionally every single season every holiday season there's going to be the battlefield kids and the call of duty kids uh there and there's not a ton of room for 
a ton of multiplayer shooters to sustain a player base and that I haven't had trouble getting into a match in Titanfall, thankfully at all. And I tried it at 8am this morning, so that's pretty good. Although it is a weekend. Um, but my, I think here's my reasoning for why I think Titanfall two is okay to release right now. It's threefold. Number one, call of duty. What got the most disliked <laughs> trailer of all time when it yeah. was debuted. So EA probably wanted to be a shark and smelled blood in the water of like, if there's ever a year where we're going to put a dent in the call of duty market, this is it. Number two, EA is about making a portfolio of games. They now have the game for sci-fi shooter guys that want sort of bombastic movement and futuristic stuff. And they have the shooter that is super grounded, super realistic as, as that can be in a multiplayer shooter video game. And, and by the way, we, we didn't even talk about the fact that uh, battlefield one, not only best sounding, but one of the best looking shooters probably oh, yeah. ever. It's just absolutely gorgeous. That, that um, dice's engine is really, really nice. Um, the frostbite, I think engine and, but they've got an offering essentially for everybody now. And really, like if 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 I don't feel the need for Call of Duty this year. No, Call of Duty I mean, is I, literally I've, I've filling need, no need. Yeah. I've lost that need, but many people have been like, all right, you're pulling the strings now here. And I've seen more people playing the remastered version of Modern Warfare that comes and ships with the game if you right. pay a little extra, right? And you pay those Unfortunately, the season pins. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> By the way, we wrote an article. I wrote an article about this on the Pixels Weekly blog, so go check it out. It's called We Get the Games We Deserve. And so I go into a little bit the remake, remaster culture and uh, what it. happened with modern modern warfare. But I, I guess, like, I'm I, what I'm glad about is, even if I end up not liking Battlefield, I think I might like Titanfall enough that after next week's Black Friday show <laughs> um, and the deals are good enough, I will happily go buy Titanfall in whatever platform you guys want to play it on if you like mm -hmm. it too, right? Mm -hmm. Because right. I found which one I map to and I like. And I really liked Titanfall 1, but I didn't play it for very long um, because it was kind of a shell of a game when it first came out. And Titanfall 2 is exactly what I wanted from Titanfall. And I hope, Sandy, I hope you really love it. Are you getting it on PC or, or PS4? Uh, not sure yet. I mean, I don't know. All right. Well, we'll discuss. <laughs> it's we'll discuss there, no, it's like there are more people playing it on the console. And even though, like, the PCs where I primarily play my video games, sure. I want to be able to just jump in and play with people. Yeah. And the PlayStation 4 seems to be, like, on the top of that. So I'll probably get it for PS4. Okay. Because I don't there have an Xbox a, um, One S yet. I actually think, yeah. Yannick, even though you haven't played it yet, between Battlefield and Titanfall, I see you as a Titanfall guy. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I believe that. And, you know, I my Twitter community is mainly centered around Destiny. Everybody has been like, yo, game of the year, game of the year right there. Go <laughs> wow. by Titanfall. Thank me later. Uh, wow, that campaign, amazing. 
like one of the best campaigns I've ever played. Like especially at the, at the in the middle, like there is a twist and blah blah blah. Like mm-hmm. the last time I've heard that was quite recently, but it's for a game that has been uh, released a few years ago was for Last of Us. Like that much good feedback about the story itself and just the I guess the the, the campaign and the pace of it and uh, the length of it like it's just well packaged apparently it's just well done and he needs to be like you said like i'm ashamed that we are in a world where call of duty will get more publicity than this other game and it, even ourselves were like oh titanfall 2 came out and you said well it's xbox exclusive right and i even doubted i was like wait eh? like it's suffering its name that was back in the days exclusive on xbox and i'm sure mm-hmm. more than not just us that are I'm still a little bit knowledgeable in games. Like I'm sure it happened to other people thinking that it was only available on Xbox. And, well, the, the uh, first one was. Yeah, the first one yeah. was. That's why, and it didn't right. get. So they didn't be, put yeah. much marketing. They didn't put much. Uh, marketing must be at a at a crazy high rate at, in at this time of the year, right? Um, so they probably didn't want to put that much money on it. Uh, but it's probably better. Uh, and honestly, really if you're EA, a, what are you gonna put money into? Battlefield or? titanfall like yeah. you got to give it a battlefield right that's yeah, the only yeah. thing proven yeah. to be a legitimate competitor to to uh to call of duty and also they are kind of in a position where if they don't have a successful battlefield this year that the battlefield brand is never going to be what it used to be um meaning that call you know battlefield 4 didn't work for a lot of people for a really long time battlefield hardline everybody kind of bounced off of it wasn't this huge 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 hit mm-hmm. and so they needed battlefield to be big this year and yeah i agree i think titanfall is a better game it's just moment to moment it's more fun the team size is more manageable and the gameplay modes are more interesting. And as much as I love what Battlefield 1 has done from a narrative perspective, from a graphics and sound perspective, it looks and feels expensive. Um, and if you love Battlefield, this is the best one they've made in years. But for me, it's got to be tight. You want to talk a little bit about Call of Duty? Because I feel bad for it. I don't know anything about it. I feel bad for it. I just want to say, I just want to ask and give like a little bit more of a uh, futuristic... Uh, take a little bit of a futuristic approach. What do, what do you think is going to happen to it? And like, if yeah, they can't go two years in a row. First of all, they can't go two years in a row, and probably going to be another development company. But they can't go two years in a row, and especially this one was a big bet because like any other new franchise, it's a new, it's almost a new franchise. It's not like it's Call of Duty Black Ops three or four. It's not a sequel. It's a new concept, completely new concept that goes even further into this into space, literally. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's a big loss if people are not happy with it. It's a big loss. People like they can't go back to any of the old ones. I mean, they could. It sells, but they have to move forward with new principles, new ideas, and uh, they're reaching a limit here. What do you think is going to happen to the series? And like, well, next year has to be nailing it uh, to kind of like save the franchise. Otherwise, it's going to be starting to smell, smell like a. Uh, do you say that? Smell like pine uh. trees. Yeah, I give you a French Smelly expression in English trees. every week. <laughs> it smells like pine trees. It smells like pine trees. Maybe like yeah. We say that when uh, when something is about to die, or it, it just it just you know it doesn't sound good for. Oh, it. It just, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like pushing daisies or something like that. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Um, so that's a good question. I think, I think this is my guess. 
nostalgia, cashing in on nostalgia in movies and entertainment in general and video games is at an all-time high. People are re I mean, people were way more excited to buy you know, uh Modern Warfare Remastered than they mm-hmm. were to buy Call of Duty. Yeah. Which tells me that all the Call of Duty fan base wants is to be spoon-fed. And if I'm Activision, I make and they haven't done this in a while. I would make a World War II Call of Duty. I would remaster some of people's old favorite maps, but as well as making a completely new... Because we haven't seen World War II on this generation of console and this generation of hardware and the the level of graphics that you can do now. Um, So I would do that. I would go back to World War II. We haven't done it in a while, so it'll feel fairly fresh. It will... (laughs) (laughs) I know. I can't believe a World War II game would actually feel new. Um, And... I would put in some sort of classic um, maps or something into the multiplayer mix or classic modes to make people feel like it's old Call of Duty, but also being new Call of Duty. And uh, and I would just market it like World War II, like <laughs> kill Hitler, you know, just like the, um because people love and you know also include the modern modes like zombies mode and all that stuff zombies mode started with nazi zombies back in the day so there's no reason mm-hmm. why i can't True. Uh, go back so that's I think my guess you're right and uh, i would i would add on top of that changing the timing of the releases if they tell me mm. okay no more year release fifa style or sports game style as much as people are asking for it and i'm sure the sales tell them to do auto to not do what I'm going to tell them to do right now. But tell us next E3, we're working our, on our new black ops. We've heard, we've heard the, we've heard the, the despair of our player of player base. We want to go back to the roots of call of duty. What has made the success of it? No game this week, no game in 2017, maybe a game in 2018, but we're working on something very special. I, I would agree with that. Ex- it's safe. With it the will caveat. save the franchise. But that would be nice, but I just think that you got to remember, Activision has not one, not two, but three studios that are making Call of Duty. Yeah, right. On a continuous rotation, I've heard. Like, they leapfrog each three. other. I thought yeah. they had three. Okay. And so, like any year that they don't release a Call of Duty from one of those studios, and I'm trying to find the name of the studios right now. I, you know, I always forget. But any year that they don't release a Call of Duty game, they're losing millions and millions of dollars. And they just have no... I don't think they've got any taste for that whatsoever. Yeah, they can't take a hiatus. They can't. But you know how I see Call of Duty right now? I see it as another FPS series that I used to love and that I really that, enjoyed I playing. I totally Ghost, agree. Re- Ghost Recon. Um, I don't think we'll see anything change really on the <coughs> Call of Duty front until the market numbers start being less and less year over year until they see the hockey stick headed down and i get the name uh, by the <laughs> way it's it's treyarch infinity ward and sledgehammer uh, and infinity ward is up this year full with infinite warfare <laughs> um so and i was kind of i yeah. i did like the concept of like infinite warfare war in space what's the next kind of like frontier of of what that would look like it just seemed like a really poor execution Mm -hmm. and 
I think they just might end up going back to to a modern warfare kind of game. Yeah. But also, like, what is the to Yannick to your point and to what you just said, Sandy? What is the palette of the Call of Duty games at this point? Like, you've got three studios making it. So if you do one is always doing future, one's always doing modern, one's always doing old, then you actually have three varieties at least of setting. But if you're going to have all three of them make Modern Warfare, Black Ops, and another modern game, it's just like, <laughs> what is the point of all this? Like, aren't you just making the same game and spreading it out across three three teams and hundreds and hundreds of people? It's crazy. All right. I, I don't want to go pile on poor Call of Duty because <laughs> it'll probably it. sell like hotcakes and it'll make more money than I ever see in my entire life. So if you want to play one Call of Duty, play the remastered Modern Warfare. Um, you, you still have to buy Infinite Warfare to get it. Yeah. But if you, you know, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Unless, well, uh, depending on the sales, they might just be like, all right, just buy, buy remastered and we'll, do, we'll give it here for, <laughs> they'll probably sell for 50 bucks. Um, okay. So the last question I want to leave us with this year is people have to go. This week. And, <laughs> this year. Right. We're gone and for, the, for, for 2016. <laughs> we're, we're gone. Um, <laughs> GG. <laughs> GG. Uh, so people are probably thinking about where they're going to put their dollars, right? Especially on Black yep. Friday. And we're going to tell Especially, them about the yep. deals on Black Friday. But mm-hmm. if you only buy and play one mm-hmm. shooter this year, and this is a two-part question. Number one. If you had to only get one of these shooters, which one is it going to be? And number two, does it take you away from the shooter that you already preferred playing? And in, I think in my and Sandy's case, this is Overwatch. And in your case, this is Destiny. Is Battlefield or Titanfall good enough to usurp Destiny? And is it good enough to usurp uh, how we feel about Overwatch? So I'll start with you, Sandy. I think if you're going to spend your money titanfall 2 is the personally the game that i think is worth betting on it's got the the game modes it's got the um the matchmaking and it seems like the overall more fun game would it eat into overwatch i doubt it um i don't (laughs) think it's yeah there's just Overwatch is doing something similar with the arcade and they're also doing like different kinds of modes kind of to to mirror what FPSs were doing over over time but there's a group of people that I like playing Overwatch with well there's two sets of groups of people that I like playing Overwatch with yeah and it's so easy to jump into that game that there's no there's no way that that's going to uh, Titanfall is going to eat into that. It's like, hey, you on? Let's play. Yeah, let's do it. Save, jump off, jump on. Super easy. <coughs> and I do like the competitive aspect of Overwatch, and that's always going to kind of like pull me in, even if I'm in like Silver Hell. But one day I'll be out. One day. Fair enough. I want to give Yannick you the final word, but I will say for me that uh, I think Titanfall. Is might be the game that I play with friends and family uh, this Christmas. Uh, but, you know, I, like you, have an embedded community with uh, my Overwatch friends. Um, and there's just things about that game that I find more uh, fun and pleasing uh, that I don't think it'll ever end up taking me away. Um, so I think it's Titanfall this holiday, but... 
ultimately it might be, you know, gone by February and it's, you know, back to over. Tricky question. It's uh, we we're talking about the my, my favorite genre in, in video games pretty much right here. No doubt. You know, so you're the expert. Uh, I mean, but you're our probably, expert. It's I'm probably the, right. the, the, the mode that I've yeah played the most uh, <laughs> my entire life. Battlefield a little bit, Call of Duty a lot, Halo, Destiny. Uh, I find myself coming back to those games at some point. And uh, mm-hmm. if we have to, if we just exclude Call of Duty, you can't really go wrong with any of those titles. They will, they will give you a credible experience and... And I said it last week, and I, I don't know who I... Did I say it on the show? I may have said it on the show. We are living in an incredible time where you just have great games. Um, yeah. All offering something different. So you might dislike what certain games are offering you. But um, if you're not sure, rent it. Send it back. Or, you know, buy it, test it, ask a friend to... to like, Vishal is going to share uh, Titanfall with me when he's done cool. with the campaign. So I was very excited about that because I felt guilty and i still feel guilty not for giving a a try um a tenfold um but like i said if you want that fast-paced quick game go for uh i would i would go for titanfall battlefield give you that cap package uh, that might be a, a little bit overwhelming especially if you're not used to fps's um if you're used to fps's you probably know what battlefield is about and you already know if it's for you or not Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're new and you want to jump back into it, mm, probably try Titanfall. Titanfall might just give you a little bit more condensed fun in the first hours of your gameplay. Um, you know, have fun with that Titan. Have fun with those different game modes that also disallow Titans and stuff like that. From what I hear from you, and after playing uh, probably three or four hours of of Battlefield before recording that podcast right now, um, go for Titanfall. Uh, I would say. Uh, but once and again, no, 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 no bad decision if you'd rather go for the OG uh, first, you know, World War uh, World War One uh, experience. You can totally, you can totally uh, do that. It won't be a mistake. And like I said, check online, and both of those games that I just mentioned are thirty five dollars, yeah. uh, which right. is a steal. Two weeks after, like a month or two weeks after they came out, I can't remember when they came out. By the way, if we all, all of us figure out a way to like buy these games like three or four at a time this Black Friday and we can all get a copy of a game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not just like individually on a discount, but like if it's like buy two, get one free or buy, you know, something like that, then we should be like, all right, we're getting four of these mm-hmm. things or whatever. Uh, <laughs> then we should all, you know, <laughs> go in on that. But, but to I, add on I, top like, of that, both of these games, Yannick, and uh, we didn't even get to talk about the fact that both of these games have a, a simply impossibly staggering number of unlockables and and yeah. <laughs> titanfall even every every option i have has a lock in front of it it's crazy none of these games pale in comparison to the amount of game that you've been playing with destiny so are, are, are any of these enough to make you go you know what i like this shooter better than destiny you know it gives me something different so it, it, it yeah it rather makes me come back with a fresher mind to Destiny. And right. like you said, you mentioned your community on Overwatch. I have my community on on Destiny. And the good thing about Destiny is that I gather two types of players. The PvE players that only likes to shoot mobs that are kind of dummy, dummingly P- 
peeking at you and you can headshot them in that's all right in, to be uh, one of them in, because in, I it's am. all right it's all right too <laughs> and you, you want to be that guy be that guy and or you want to be that try hard that will not accept defeat against other people um real people and i, I get both of those worlds and just like in world of warcraft i find myself uh almost having Two games in one when I play Destiny, and uh, the combat is true. Sometimes is lacking some pace with the changes they're making. Uh, I would want it to be a little bit more fast-paced when play PvP, but overall, um, overall, I always, I always enjoy coming back. But I like the variation. But yeah, Destiny yeah. is like you said, a community and a package that goes that lean more on the MMORPG side, and it turns out it's an FPS. So FPS is more of a bonus to me because uh, I think that even if it was a third-person shooter. I mean, actually, that's not true. The, the pace and the mechanic uh, are deeply, like, printed FPS. But, yeah, I come back for other reasons than just having the shooting mechanics or the weapons. or It's the whole world of it and the whole community and friends around it. That being said, I'm itching to go back and try a little harder at Overwatch. Oh, don't don't tease me. Don't tease me. Um, it's itching me. I've seen Sombra. I've seen BlizzCon. I see you guys having fun. <laughs> Never gone into competitive. I kind of want to go back. Like, I don't want to do it. Um, well, I I will play with me and not Davis because Davis can't stand it when somebody's not doing well. But I'm terrible at the game, so... Come play with me, and I will gladly shepherd you into <laughs> Come the f- play with me. Play with me. Um, yeah, we should figure out a way to do that, man. Uh, you know what? I mean, you already on the game, right? I the have bar- it. I'm the, level yeah. 18. Something. The barrier is so low. The barrier is so low. Just pop it in. <laughs> and I also know, because I know I've, 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 been, I've been taking on Overwatch. Uh, I've been taking it too comfortably. I think I've dived into Overwatch and played Soldier 76. Played, um, what's her face? Farah, I think. Uh, Farah, uh, or um, yeah, maybe Reaper. I, even I played Roadhog, Reaper, and I just so I played those uh, characters that look like Destiny loadouts. Honestly, yeah, I you see know, what you're saying. the shotgun <laughs> soldier is like, fuck, I can do soldier all day, dude. Like, yeah, I soldier really is Call of Duty guy. You know, I've done right. Mercy, and I've done Mercy and Lucio, although that was the the most fun I've had. But it's missing some, you know, some sniping in the head. Uh, Windowmaker is, is a little bit too tough for me right now, but I want to go for the yeah. unusual ones. So, like, the Torbjorn, the, um, what's his face with the bombs? Um, uh, uh, Junkrat. Junkrat. These are all players, uh, by the way. All these characters are, when someone is super good with them, they are just so hard <laughs> like yeah. to defeat no, like even zenyatta or some guys that are i'm just not interested about because of their look and their mechanics i should just dive right into those guys if i want a different experience from mobile watch it's funny that you say that because i i think that that's the thing that oh, resonates with overwatch with me that as much as i like uh my time with titanfall so far i enjoy the non-standard play types in overwatch I enjoy the electricity gun and the shielding with Winston and the jumping. I enjoy, uh, you know, the I I enjoy Torbjorn as much as everybody doesn't like Torbjorn. My favorite character, I think, is May. Uh, I love the ice wall. I love being able to just, 
you know, May, when I've I'm, never played me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm because I'm bad. I always get myself into the shit and then I have to panic and <laughs> turn myself into a block of ice. <laughs> but just the fact that I can actually like because I'm the type of person that needs to pause and take a minute to like actually think, OK, what is the situation I'm in or that I've got myself into and how do I get out of it? And she allows me to do that. And none of these games really afford me the ability to do that like i've been playing with the shotgun and titanfall and i find myself running into an empty building and just like crouching in the corner for a second where I go, okay i'm gonna come out and then what am i gonna do next and and you know battlefield doesn't let me do that at all if you stand still in battlefield you're dead so um all right does that do it i think that does it pretty much a filled up episode here i hope uh, i hope we'll, <laughs> we'll have some people figuring out uh what video game they want to play next week and if we didn't, then go figure it out yourself. Yes. So next, <laughs> <laughs> so next week we're going to be talking about all the crazy Black Friday deals. And are they worth it? And what's our favorite of those deals? We're also going to be talking about our sports game homework is due. Uh, so I hope everybody has played some sports uh, virtually. And sports. <laughs> and, uh, and I think, and then Davis should be back on the show. So that does it for us this week and if you by the way have any feedback about these games or want to tell me to give battlefield another chance or tell me what i'm doing so <laughs> wrong or even play with us in any of these games go to pixelsweekly.com click on the contact button up there at the top and leave us a message we'll be sure to either read it on the show or respond to you if we can and uh, yeah virtuous and go tell a friend about the show or leave us a review on itunes that's uh that's what the holiday cheer is all about. We're switching to holiday cheer mode now. Yes. Oh, you're going to smell that turkey very soon, huh? <laughs> That's mm. right. Or the yeah. pine trees in this case. Can't wait. <laughs> That's true. Oh, my God. I'm never going to smell a pine tree again because I'm going to be like, you Does can that smell mean an dying? artificial one. <laughs> they, they sell these scent packs. I was at Target today with my brother. And I was looking at the video games, and I was looking at the video game accessories, and we passed by the Christmas section. They sell scent packs so your fake tree can smell like a real tree. Finally. Finally. So yes. This finally. world, man. I just can't. And we're, we'll talk about next week how Sandy has not actually taken down her Christmas tree. I'm going to shame her <laughs> about that. So if I guess she's ready again for this year. All right. <laughs> that does it for us this week. And until next time. Aloha. Au revoir. And we'll see you next week. Yeah,